0: Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on this late night episode. I tell you, it's been a minute, it's been a while, it's been a minute, but you know what I've been doing? I've been maintaining myself more in the presence of God, and I tell you why. Because there's so much going on in the world today, all around us. Even things in our close proximity. You have people that are battling with health, battling with finances, battling with mental thoughts, battling with the confusions of family, friends, and relationships. And it just feels sometimes like the love of many people is waxing cold. But I want to say to you tonight that even with all of that going on, all of the mishaps, let me encourage you by saying when you get in that sacred place, In your word, oh my, 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 let me tell you, I was saying earlier that sometimes, you know, even when we're striving to do our best and be our best, our thoughts can overpower us. Our thoughts can take us to places we really should not try to go. And it's easy to say, think on these things, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are of a good rapport. It's easy to quote scriptures, but can we do more than quote them? How do we get to that place? Well, I tell you some of the things that work for me. Some of the tools that I use that can be some tips to be applicable in your life. One of the things, even when I'm weary, when I'm worn, when I'm being tossed, I take my Bible sometimes and I just lay it over my heart. And I just begin to talk to God. And I just ask God that whatever is in my heart that's activating from my mind to allow it to quiet and let peace be still. Sometimes, even when you can't read and you feel that you just don't know what to pray and you don't know what to say, sometimes we just need to quiet ourselves and let peace be still one of the most troubling things in our human emotions in the midst of a storm, I believe is allowing peace to be still. You know, we're coming into that season in the atmosphere where schools are out for spring break in many demographic locations. And people are preparing for vacations and they're preparing for graduations. And sometimes you can get overwhelmed. I remember when I had to make those same plans and preparations. And let me assure you, it became challenging. Because not only was I running around from town to town, trying to find the right prom dresses. Then you got to go and get tuxedos for those of us who have males and females. Then you got to make sure hair and nail and all these things are in place because this is a highlighted event. But on top of that, you got to spend money. Oh, you gotta give up more than your time. You have to give up some money. And I remember sometime I would leave home and you know you got your money that you plan to spend, but you end up going over that. Sometimes you even dip in your beer money. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. And I would get home. And one of my children used to be tickled by the fact that when I would get home from spending I would sit there and say, Ooh, I got to rest my brain. Because what? sometimes people don't understand in the midst of your spinning, your brain gets exerted. Your brain gets tired. And you feel like sometimes, if you felt like I did, you say, Lord, I got to trust you to meet this bill. But I'm going to try to make the best of my child joyous occasion, because we know that prom is a celebratory time that generally only comes once or twice in their entire years of living. And that's senior and junior. And once they're gone, that's it. You don't get to redo your senior and junior prom again. You may find something similar, but it's not the same. So, therefore, you put out and you pour out. And I'm going to tell you the most rewarding thing about that, though, is you get to see the joys of your children's faces. But you still got other thoughts in your head. Because once you finish running around spending time, then spending money, then when the event occurs, you got to spend some time. In prayer, Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I had to pray because, you know, on prom night, a lot of people lose their virginity. And you want to hope and pray and make sure that all goes well and be well, especially in this day and time. It's so many times people don't know the troubles that you see in trying to celebrate an occasion. And even with that just one single event that I'm referring to, there are many, 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 many other events that we plan, we prepare, and we spend, and we exert energy for throughout our lives. That's why we don't have time to exert energy worrying about buffillery. You know what that is? That's that's, that stuff that you cannot undo. You cannot change. And if you sit and let your mind absorb things about people, what they say, what they did, when you got all these other entities in life to plan and prepare for. And no matter what occurs in our lives, listen to me, listen to me. As long as you keep giving, the main thing you will always need to keep preparing is for retirement. Even when you retire, you still need to plan. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Your mind never stops planning, in other words. Your mind never stops planning for some type of event, for something to occur, even if it's nothing but to be still on your birthday. You got a plan even to do that. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So in the meantime and in between time, can we just let go of the other stuff that we cannot change? And when your mind begins to try to over Overconsumed thinking about it. Listen to me. That's that time when you begin to say the serenity prayer. And when you begin to ask God to help you, at least let me say what I do. I begin to ask God to help me accept the things that I cannot change. And if you haven't heard my testimony of the revelation of that, I remember sitting still in my apartment back in 2000 between seven and eight. And I was looking at my wall and I had, you know, those, those word arts that you can buy and stick on the wall. Well, I had this stuck On the inside of my front door, the serenity, what we call prayer. And it says, God, help me to accept the things that I cannot change. And the wisdom to know the difference. And as I was sitting there, I began to say, but God, what can I not change? Whatever thoughts I was encountering, I believed that if I chose, you got to get this, I can change. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If I chose to think it, I believed. I could change what I chose to think. If I chose to think about I need a new hairdo, I could change that. If I chose to think about I need a new car, I could change that. If I chose to think about I need a new relationship, I could change that. If I chose to think about I need a new career, new clothes, new everything, what I could think of, I thought about every choice I could change. Therefore, I asked God, so what is it? That I cannot change. And let me tell you. I had to commune on that answer. That question to God. For about three days. You know how sometimes you ask God a question. And he don't always give you an immediate answer. Or at least with me he don't. And on the third day as I was moving about. Bam. The answer hit me. I was in the midst of doing something, and the answer hit me. The one thing you cannot change on this earth is other people. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. I said, oh, my God. That's good. Sometimes I have to do that. Mm-hmm, good. Like the Campbell's soup. I said, I cannot change other people. And let me tell you, when I got that revelation, I got liberated. And I began to move forward in my life living on that serenity. I cannot change other people. I cannot change people from what they say, what they do, what they write, how even they treat me. I cannot change that. And that's when I grew another level of wisdom. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. That's when you get the wisdom when you learn to accept you cannot change other people. Not only can we not change other people, we have to rely on God to change ourselves. Oh, can you rejoice? Can you rejoice when you know that you asked God to change you? And he did. Now, we can still pray for other people with the hopes and anticipation that God, too, also changed them. But in the event, one thing about God making change to anyone, we have a free will choice. We have to choose to embrace the change. But before we can embrace a change, we have to accept we need to change. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Sometimes we don't realize and recognize how much we really need to change. And in order to do that, I'm going to tell you what I had to do. I had to first accept the fact That I didn't like the way I was. I didn't like the way I thought. I didn't like the way I spoke. I didn't like the way that my attitude was when I got angry. Now listen to me. There was no sin in getting angry. The Bible said be angry but sin not. The sin occurs with how we do what we say. And how we act when we get angry. Do you act up and act out? Do you do things that's hurtful and harmful? That's the sin of being angry. So listen to me. If you take anything from this podcast tonight. Let it be the fact that. You want to become wiser. By understanding and accepting we cannot change other people. Can you rest in that to be still? and No. We cannot change other people. And I think when we really absorb that, then I begin to work on what I can change about me. And I took my eyes completely off of trying to change other people. That doesn't mean you may not share with them some information, some proclamation, or declaration. But just know when you walk away, you cannot change them. No matter how much they act up and act out, you cannot change them. And it will free your heart and mind Through Christ Jesus. Put that energy. In fretting and worrying about the wrong that other people have done to you. Into looking and examining what you can change about you. And I'm here to tell you. Upon doing that, listen to me. It brought me to a place of a peace and harmony that have really blowed my mind. I'm going to quote this scripture. It says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. I have to stretch that word. That we can ask And I always say my mouth can ask for a lot of stuff. And it continues and says, or think. And I know the mind can think a lot of stuff. But God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all of that, to change us. All we have to do is open the door and let him in. His words say he stands at the door and he knocks. All we have to do is let him in. Are you willing to just be still? Let him in. Block out all the things that people have done to you that was not right, that you cannot change. And until the next podcast, upload. May this message download and resonate in your spirit and generate blessings to flow, flow, flow down from heaven into your life. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast, upload. God bless. And thank you for tuning in. Bye for now.